Hi, my name is Theo, and you are listening to Between Two Trains. We bring you the best and brightest entrepreneurs in the North DeKalb area on the 1st and 15th of every month. Today, your co-hosts are Van Pappas and Eric Most. And now, Between Two Trains. Welcome to another Between Two Trains. I am Van, your friendly financial planner. And I'm Eric, your better business banker. And Eric, we've got two gentlemen with us that I'm really excited to have on the show, Matt Weber and Justin Dyke, uh, who have created a great brand called What's Up Dunwoody. And we're going to talk about their brand and their podcast, as well as what they do uh, when they're not uh, helping the city of Dunwoody. So Matt, Welcome to the show. We didn't know we were on it last time. That's right. So you, so we broadcast an episode that y'all did with me on your show. So I felt like it was important to have y'all actually on the show for Between Two Trains. So Matt, let's start with you. You're a real estate agent in real life. Tell us what's going on with real estate during this COVID times. Well, I just got in a couple of years ago and um, I guess it's three years ago. And so now it's just kind of ramping up for me. I've been as busy as ever. There's um, every time I list a home, it's the only house in the neighborhood that's for sale. And so it's kind of worked out well. Ha- have you actually made a sale during COVID? Uh, I've got a couple in under contract and I just have a listing going live Thursday. So does, does any of it have to actually do with COVID though? Like are people like, man, this house is too small for me now. Well, I think the old people don't want to sell their houses because they don't want people coming inside their house. And then, you know, a lot of people don't want to go out, but the ones that do need a house. But th- this is different than 2008. I know you haven't, you weren't a real estate agent in 2008, but in 2008, with the financial crisis, we had an oversupply problem. I don't think that's yeah. the case now, correct? Well, pretty much every recession, there hasn't been a dip in real estate, except for this last big one. Yeah. Um, if you look back, there's like eight of them, and I think like seven of them, or six of them, the real estate actually went up. Well, I, w- I want to ask you, do you think, so I heard that more companies are telling their employees that they can work from home and, you know, we're doing this podcast via Zoom and so many people are starting to work from home. And Dunwoody and Shambly are really hot commodities these days because they're in town. People want to live closer to town. They want to don't want to live way out in the middle of nowhere, Gwinnett. Is that going to change if people are staying home, or are they still going to want to live in town like like the demand is? Um, I've had a couple. I've had a couple clients, or I guess one client that um, backed out of buying a place because she was that no longer has to work in Atlanta, and so she's able to live at the lake where she used to live, and hadn't bothered her at all. I think so, that um, you know a lot of people are going to be working from home now, and the commercial real estate is going to really have a hard time over the next few years. All I want to know when I hear that, all I want to know is what the internet connection is like at the lake. Because if it's some sort of like DSL, Ooh, like that, that's, that's, yeah. that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Depends on the lake, probably. <laughs> well, we also have on with us Justin Dyke, and Justin has a company called PoolDews.com. And, and I've listened to your podcast many times. And at the early episodes, you had to correct people who thought it was Pool Dudes, right? It's not Pool Dudes. I think the community's figured it out. I don't think they have. I think the way that I say it makes it sound like dudes. <laughs> yeah. And then every once in a while, like someone's autocorrect in an email. will just autocorrect it to pool, poodles. poodles. <laughs> so I'm trying, now I'm trying to get poodles.com, pooldudes.com. <laughs> so, so Is there tell- a lot of competition out there for pooldudes.com? 
Well, one guy does. You don't want to type it in. Don't type it in. (laughs) Yeah, what does that company do? Well, it is. It's a real company, but they were doing like cleaning for for pools down in Miami like five years ago. And so the guys had the domain for sale, but for some reason it's set at like 1500, which at that price, I don't care. I mean, I'm not getting it, you know, like (laughs) go ahead and keep it. Uh, so yeah, actually the, uh, COVID has, uh, has helped me out a little bit because, uh, I, I've, it's a whole integrated member billing member membership, uh, uh, as well as tennis court reservations. So about a month and a half ago, I thought, well, maybe if we have to reserve pool time, I'll take the tennis court code and port it over and all this stuff. And it was almost like a joke. Right. Uh, and then like every pool has been coming to me in the last month. Like, yeah, I think we need to really reserve time at the pool. So it's, uh, we've been building out a lot of features, a lot of stuff that is, is way different than the tennis court re- reservations, but it's, uh, I, I, like right now I'm working on a COVID 20 to release around March of, of 2021. And then, you know, so that's in my freezer right now. And, uh, and yeah, just hoping that <laughs> this business stays, <laughs> you guys should have laughed way sooner at that. Uh, yeah. Sorry. It took me a second to, <laughs> to realize what you're saying. All right, listeners, don't fret. He is not going to release COVID-20 on us. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about science. So <laughs> Dustin was really at the right place at the right time, releasing that stuff. Um, and it was, it, you know, we were talking before the show started about how podcasts might not be, you know, financially making us money, but it's the people that you meet, you know, like we would have never met you otherwise. We'd have, That's right. You, know, you would be in contact with Kingsley and, Dunwoody North. Well, and and Justin got a piece of business because Eric and I are board members for the Huntley Hills pool. And, uh, you know, we hired Justin to, you know, do our management for our pool. So thank you very much. And by the way, it is true that you get to meet so many people doing this. And and just today I made a Facebook fan group for the Spring Cinema and Tap House because they're doing the drive-in theater stuff now. And they're, obviously they're really hurting. There's no new releases. And so when I made the group, you get the chance to invite, you know, all the all the people that you know. And I'm just going down that list and it's like, you know, house reps, the mayor, uh, you know, just uh, people that discover Dunwoody, all these folks. I'm just like, this is, this could be a really decent group for these people. Um, and it's not really for them. It's just, I, I think the community needs to kind of um, get back out to the movies and, and this drive-in is a great way to do it. Unfortunately, it's only two nights out of the week. Maybe they'll do it more, but um, yeah. Well, I'm glad you mentioned, you know, the all the connections you've made from doing this because I want to talk about the brand that y'all have created called What's Up Dunwoody and how that has made a lot of connections for you. So let's start with what exactly is What's Up Dunwoody? Uh, it was something I started for to try to sell real estate. When I got into real estate three years ago, I just, you know, Wanted to talk about something where the whole community could get involved. Um, All I knew, you know, I knew a little bit about Dunwoody. Justin knew how to start a podcast and we started a podcast over a few beers. Yeah, I kind of egged him on to do it. I kept saying like for a couple months, right? I was like, you should just do it. Like you've got, because you already had the Facebook groups and they were kind of, you know, getting a lot of people in there, a little bit of buzz. What's the, um, what's the topic? What's the focus? How do you organize the series? No topic, no focus. Whatever anybody wants to talk about. This morning we had three ladies on that were starting a boutique, you know, clothing line. We've had mayors and you know city council members, and then we've had like police chiefs. We had state house reps. Um, Chris Carr came on, you know. So we do a lot of the political stuff, but political stuff's kind of got us into some trouble. So yeah, as of lately, we've tried to stay away from that. Well, you know, it's funny though that you have done that because I think you. You're always going to get in trouble 
whatever you do with politics, but I, you know, you, I will find y'all listed in some really cool places. Like I think I was looking at the Dunwoody Convention Center website and they mentioned y'all on that. And so y'all, I think have done a really good job taking this brand and making it more than just a couple of guys talking into some microphones. The, the community is, you know, uh, really embraced y'all. I think, don't y'all even have a float in the 4th of July parade? Uh, we're actually running the parade next year. You're running the parade. So where you're going to be like the grand marshal or something? No, they just, uh, Pam Talmadge is trying to get rid of it. So she gave it to me. To you, uh, not to uh, me. And I, I carried Justin right along with him, with me. No, no, no. I'm not part of that. I got booted yeah, out. I guess it's me then. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm well, that's quite the that's quite the event. So, I mean, you're 30 days out at this point. Of the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> no, it's, right now we're hoping to move it to Thanksgiving. Gotcha. Um, that'll be a, that'll be a fun Fourth of July. Fourth of July <laughs> parade on Thanksgiving. I got it. Yes. Right. I want you to I want you to send a turkey drumstick on a firecracker and just have it go off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, yeah, but. But seriously, it, it is, you may not feel it, but as an outsider looking in, it is a really powerful brand that you've created. And and I think it's more than just, hey, two, like I said, two guys talking into a microphone. You're connecting the community together and interviewing community people. I mean, our, Eric and I's podcast really focuses on the business community we've occasionally had some politicians on but i really like how you have um sort of taught the community the history of dunwoody by bringing some of these people on yeah we didn't know anything about it yeah i do like that stuff too but you know it's also weird to like our focus is what's up in dunwoody and then with covid there's really nothing that's what's up right um and like you get into a bad pattern of of, uh, with me like not updating our website you know but when there's nothing going on Right. Yeah, like you can't, you just kind of go, oh, other than our, our podcast, which we've still been doing, but even those, you know, we've had to do through Zoom and everything. Uh, but, uh, and then, and then with the reopening, now the community is split about that as well. So, you know, the past two weekends, I was at uh, Dumbly Village, Porter Brew and Q has been putting on live music. Uh, and then you'll, you'll be like, hey, look, there's actually something going on that we can go to. And then on Facebook, it's like, no masks. Oh, look at this. They're, you know, like I called the mayor eight times about this event. <laughs> like, Oh, oh, sorry. Like we don't work for the city though. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's the thing. The city wants everybody to get outside. And Dunwoody's actually making ordinances where the restaurants can take their tables out to the parking lot, put them in the parking lot. Because I mean, the the council, it's all unanimous that they want people to go outside because, you know, businesses aren't going to start back up again if everything's indoor. I've been a really big fan of the to-go beverages. Yeah. Yeah, I've That's I've uh, I've texted the mayor quite a bit about that while I'm holding two of those beverages from La Botana. I say La Botana, isn't that awesome? The 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 large uh, margaritas in the slushy cups. <laughs> I keep saying we got to do this for our restaurants. You know, to get them back on their feet. Years from now, they're still going to be trying to recover. So we need to do this. That's right. Just keep it permanently. Yeah. No. No response. <laughs> How's it so, going, Van? How's the restaurant review group going? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I I stole that idea from you. You have you have I stole a, from somebody else. There's no new ideas. So there, yeah. you have a restaurant review group in Facebook, and I know you you own a restaurant too, a pizza place, correct? 
Yeah, it's in Lawrenceville, so I don't talk about it a whole lot. <laughs> did 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 you find that that was one of the reasons why you started the restaurant? Because you know the review group is because you owned a restaurant, or would you have done I, I that did. anyways? Kind of. I just felt like it was a good way to get to know the community without regurgitating and vomiting my real estate on everyone. Right. Right. And it started growing, and you just got to be you just got to be careful with your groups. You know, when you're deleting posts. Well, I take I take an approach that I don't delete any posts, and I purposely (laughs) I purposely made a statement at the beginning that uh, we were going to be an open uh, group. That uh, but uh, it had to be. I'm glad you're recording this because I'm going to bring it up later. Right, right, yeah, because you're going to make a post that I'm going to (laughs) want to delete. Um, so far people have kept it to talking about restaurants. Uh, sometimes the conversation goes a little sideways and they want to talk about masks and, you know, COVID, but you uh, let the owners talk about their restaurants. Not yet. I, I told them that I wanted to wait and grow the group some. Um, and then when we got to a thousand plus, then I was going to open it up to let the owners start. I think that's yeah, good talking thing. about so we um there, it, with COVID, when COVID hit, I think we were at maybe like twenty five hundred follow or uh, you know group members, and then we kind of opened it up for all of the owners to post whatever they wanted to. So it was a bunch of marketing spam, but it I think it really helped out the restaurants, and it seemed like most of the members enjoyed you know seeing what was up, like what what was being offered at that at that time. So so literally for the podcast, you guys don't have a set criteria you just crack open a couple cold ones and then let it organically develop no we had one this morning justin didn't even know who we were talking to yeah i like to go like a great well that's me half the time justin so don't feel bad so yeah yeah eric is definitely the the justin of my group here and and um so matt this question's for you so since i know you're scheduling those guests talk a little bit about the experience of having to go so we we both started these podcasts almost within a month of each other you know you have done far more episodes than i have almost triple the number of episodes how you go about getting those guests how hard is that um it's not hard at all most of the time people are asking me um and so it you know makes it a lot easier but you know, like High Street. I've, I've asked High Street probably eight times to come on the show and they still haven't. They keep telling me they're going to, but, um, you know, we've had, when it's time for a election, there there's a line of people that want to get on the show. Of course. And you see Justin rolling his eyes. <laughs> no more. Sure Justin says no more politicians, huh? Well, you know, I, I really enjoyed talking to Melody Maddox. She was running for sheriff. But then, you know, like if you if we were to talk to everybody that was running for sheriff, and I, I looked like at that on the, on the absentee, it was like eight people. You know, we couldn't have done that. It would have been boring, too. I think my favorite episode of your show is when y'all talked with Hayward's mother. That was very interesting to me. I enjoyed that episode a lot. Gail yeah, Westcott, she was talking about her. Yeah, yeah. She was a, a reporter for Life magazine. So, uh, for example, when the Beatles first came to America, they assigned one reporter to every Beatle. Every Beatle got into their own limousine. And she was the one that got in with Ringo. I mean, a great story. Her shoe fell off. Ringo got out of the car into the screaming mob, grabbed the shoe. And then like, you know, 20 years later, she was at a press conference or something like that. And Ringo was talking and he pointed out, he goes, you know, hey, there's Gail. I got her shoe. <laughs> years ago. Well, if, if you're going to be in a car with one beetle, I think that would probably have been the best beetle to be with. Uh, probably hey. the most fun. 
I was about to say, and still alive too. Who would have, who would have pegged Ringo for the right as the one beetle to to make it? Well, no, Paul is still around, right? Yeah, we we assume he's the real Paul. But you know, but Gail, Gail's whole, but so every single article that she wrote could be like an episode on TV. I mean, she was like a real life Forrest Gump, just getting mixed into everything. I mean, some of it was dark, some of it was like Oklahoma City bombing stuff, but then others were, you know, things like the Beatles stories. Yeah, and it was funny because when we first started the show, Hayward was kind of the first one to reach out to us. And he was actually like a well-known person in the community, like yourself, man. And he, you know, he knew what we were doing was going to end up being cool. And so he kind of reached out and offered to help us, um, came on the show a couple of times. And, you know, was it 150 episodes later, his mom came on the show. We had never talked about his mom before. And one day he was just like, oh, yeah, she's got some cool stories. Well, and, and the thing is, there's probably, what, 100 other people in the community that would be just like Gail, you know, just these yeah. amazing life stories. Uh, maybe maybe 200, who knows? <laughs> how, many, how many interesting people are there really out there? But uh, if we could find them, and so if anybody wants to email, contact at whatsupdunway.com. So how often do y'all release? Uh, I don't know. I've never listened to the show, so Matt would... Yeah, Matt Justin doesn't re-listen. He doesn't know what we're talking about. Um, I, I edit them and I normally get them out. It takes like maybe two or three weeks. It just depends. Like we recorded one this morning that I'm going to try to get out in the next few days. Um, I've got one that's four months old at this point. I've listened, I've listened to between two trains way more than I have our own podcast. I'm serious. <laughs> but Eric, we've done 160 episodes. Um, and then it's been like about two and a half years. So is yeah. that a little, little more? Yeah, yeah, it was two, yeah, two, two years and like four months. February. Yeah. Um, and then we also, so, uh, Jennifer Betcher from the city also does like a, a monthly update from city hall. She just, so, all right. It. So, all right, that I want to talk about how in the world did you convince the city? Because I have no luck trying to get the city to do anything that has to do with what I, what I do. So how did, did they ask to do that? Or did you say, Hey, can you do this? I don't really remember. I think I, I think I just kept offering. I offered a couple of times and. And then she said yes. And then we started pissing some people off. And then she said no. And then we said yes. <laughs> but she's um, she's a super sweet lady. I don't know if you know her. She would she'd be a good one to have on the podcast, really. Um, she was a Eleven Alive anchor, right, Justin? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. She's somebody. Jennifer Leslie, you might know that name. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I listened to that episode. She was a good a good uh, interview. But Van, it's probably smart for them to say no, because th- this is where we crossed channels too often. And then, so, you know, if the city thinks of us as a mouthpiece for the city, then if we do something bad or somebody comments something on Facebook, they, or think, it's, it is, they think it's the city. Yeah, they think it's the city. So I said something about those, uh, the, the, the the robot, uh, what was it? The, the speed detected. Basically, it was a robot that was going to just, you know, a private company owned it. If you yeah. went too fast in a school zone, they were going to write you a ticket. And right, right. You, you know, and so a private company was getting thirty percent of that. Yeah. And you know, my my thinking was, well, gee, if they want to make a little bit more money, they just say I was going thirty instead of twenty nine, right? Uh, so you know, there's things like that, and, and obviously the city approved it. And now the funny thing is, is they they. <laughs> Those are supposed to come out like I don't know what the 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 week that COVID hit, so every right. school closed down. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and most of the municipalities signed up for that. Uh, Shambly did too. So did they really? Yeah, yeah. But we, I mean, we just try to help where we can. You know, if like Discover Dunway's trying to put out something on social media, I think we probably have more followers than they do on social media. And so 
you know, I offer to help. Yeah. I, I, you know, I try to ask them to post into the groups as much as possible. And it's kind of cool when uh, somebody posts a complaint into the group or just makes a comment. And then, you know, our mayor is the first one to comment back. But, yeah. you, but and I think it's, I think for people, it's an easier sell to like, be like, oh, I'm going to go like the, these two idiots that are talking on, on a podcast versus like the official like city, you know, tourism channel. Right. Because I guess we're like a little bit more real, but you're a bit, essentially you're getting the same information from both places. Well, we have come up to when we need to take a short break for our sponsor um, and we'll be back. And when we come back, guys. Uh, Justin knows this because he listens to the the podcast regularly. We're going to play a game called Can You Ace It? Sponsored by our our Shambly Ace Hardware. We're going to ask you some questions and see if you know the answers to these uh, questions. So we'll be back right after this uh, commercial. If you recently got divorced, you may be wondering how to pick up all of the financial pieces. Is it time to make a new budget, new goals, and get a new game plan with your investments? What about the best way to save money on your taxes? Take control of your money future. Go to oxygenfinancial.net to schedule a complimentary meeting today. Go to oxygenfinancial.net to get started right now. Securities offered through Kestrin Investment Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Kestrin Advisory Services, an affiliate of Kestrin Investment Services. Oxygen is not affiliated with Kestrin. Welcome back to Between Two Trains. We come to you on the 1st and the 15th of every month. You can listen to us on all your favorite podcasting apps. And it's time for the part of the show where we call Can You Ace It? And so, uh, Matt and Justin, uh, we know you know what's up with Dunwoody, but we want to see if you know what, what went down in Dunwoody. So Eric's got some questions. He's going to give you three answers to each question. You're going to see if you can pick the right answer, and uh, we'll see how many of these you get correct. Eric? No, wait, wait. Do Matt and I have to agree on the, uh, on the answer? You can do it how you want. It's going to be tough. All right, here we go. All right. Eric, open, open canvas here. Um, and, Van, we got a special bonus question at the end of this. We do. Um, very excited to dive in. So, all right. Do you know what went down in Dunwoody? All right. So, in 2014, Damon Exum crashed his car into a Dunwoody patrol car. Upon approaching the car, what did Mr. Exum hand the officer? Either A, his license. B, a joint, or C, a beer. A beer. I, oh, I was going to say joint. Ooh, we got some dissension between the two. Okay, then we're Which, playing yeah, separately. That's fine. I, I'm challenging Matt, Matt on this. I'm gonna all say right, all right. Matt's going Matt's going with beer, and you're going with joint. So, ding, ding, ding. Matt is correct. Yeah. He handed the officer a beer after hitting the patrol car. So, See, was yeah. it open? Uh, isn't weed legal in Georgia? I thought that would have been okay. <laughs> it isn't Shambly, right? Oh yeah. It, it's it's uh it's decriminalized. It's not legal. It's decriminalized. You won't you won't that was a good choice, you won't man. go to you won't go to jail for it. But you can't I mean, vape in Shambly. And and you can't smoke within fifty a cigarette within fifty feet of an open window of any premises. So you tell me, I mean, it seems a little, you know, two sides of the coin. Well, you know, we'll take what we can get. (laughs) All right. So I just want to, I just want to know whether the beer was open or not. The beer was open. He was drunk. He got a DUI. He crashed into the police car. And then I guess he was confused and handed the guy a beer thinking it was his license. (laughs) He was trying to be a good guy. 
He's yeah. trying to... <laughs> but for, All right. But wait, wait, for every person that, that has done the open container thing, right? Like if it's your first beer and you're just like, oh, I'm going to go to the pool, I'll just crack this open, open now, right? Is it, it, You do think, oh, if I get caught with this, what am I going to do? Do I, because you can't leave it on the, you know, in the cup holder. Do you toss it out the other window, the passenger side window, and just hope he doesn't see it? Or do you, or you just give it to him, right? You know, just, you know what? There I'm you gonna, go. Yes, you, you asked why we don't work too much with the city. There, there's the. There reason. you go. There you go. They're going to hear this episode and never want to work with y'all again. Forget about getting the police chief on your, on way your worse podcast. Than that. Is is this geolocked so only Shambly people can listen? <laughs> All right. All right. Next. So Matt is one for one, and Justin is zero for one. Ooh, competition. Yes. Yeah. All right. Question number two. Last year. A vehicle on I-285 had one of its doors fly open and release which of these all over the Dunwoody section of the interstate? Murder hornets. <laughs> <laughs> That's his answer. That counts. That counts. Either, either A, foam tomahawks, B, 175000 worth of cash, or C, a whole mess of livestock. I didn't oh. hear about this. Wait, are you kidding? It's well, I know it's it's B, but Matt, you can go ahead and answer the livestock. He already, Justin, he already, no, he already said uh, murder hornets. So Justin went looking for that money. I did go looking for that money. I had you to give you some of that cash. You are correct. It was a it was an armored car. The door flew open. One hundred seventy five thousand dollars came out. It flew all over the Ashford Dunwoody uh, area of two eighty five, and over fifty people stopped and picked up bills. And uh, the Dunwoody police chief uh, said they had to all return them because it was a crime to keep that money. You think so, that guy brought back as much money as he could? I don't, I don't know. That'd be interesting. I, Did they get I all? I think they brought back like around 000? 30 grand. And yeah. that was all. So my, my brought theory, back 30 grand? Yeah. My, my theory here, by the way, that opened up right by Georgetown Rex. So when I heard about it, I did go, like I opened up the pool gate to the, to the highway and I went looking for the money, but it's uh, I don't, I don't think 175 went out the back door. I think 30 or 50 went out the back door and a hundred went to the, the guys that opened. the oh, back door. Right. It's a, such an easy time at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, the report was that 175 went out, but we don't know that if everyone returned and was honest, like the police chief said, and they only got 30,000, where's the rest of that money? Some because because Justin didn't find it lying on the road next to Georgetown pool. They didn't find enough of it. That, that's my theory. They didn't find enough of it. It's an inside well, job. Who doesn't lock the back door of the, of the armored car? I mean, is it an auto lock? <laughs> uh, all right. So we're each one for one. We're tied up here. Eric, let's go for number three. All right. In 2008, Dunwoody formally became a city. The unofficial mother of the city of Dunwoody is. Oh, Justin, you don't know it, do you? Oh, I know. Mayor, Mayor Lynn Douche, B, Bev Wingate, or C, Meredith Shortle. We both know that one. B. Wait, it's Matt. B, right? I don't know. I'm waiting for Matt to say oh, yeah, something. Yeah, I'm going to go B. All right, you are correct. I would hope y'all know that because she was on your show. In I, fact, I think two that's episodes my with her. Pretty sure that's my favorite show. Yeah, she was, she was a two parter. She was. So I don't. I don't know the history, the history there. Why is she the mother of Dunwoody? Uh, her and Shortle kind of put that put together everything. They were the ones leading the charge for Dunwoody. Yes. Yeah. 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 The, the the formation, because Dunwoody was obviously an area for many years, even when I was growing up in the area, but um, they had to really struggle to get that to become an incorporated city. And she 
was one of those leading that charge. Yeah. So. All right. Quite so mother of we each are two, two and one, each of us. So we're still tied. So let's go to the bonus question. I'm glad we made this bonus question there. This is the tiebreaker. This will be this, the tiebreaker. This is a fun one. All right. Which one of these famous people was a Dunwoody High School graduate? Either A, Jason Carter, former state senator and grandson of Jimmy Carter. Either B, comedian Chris Tucker. Or C, Ryan Seacrest. Well, that was an easy one, too. Yeah, that's too easy. C. <laughs> oh, you are correct. Eric, me and Justin are actually um, in-laws. And so it's pretty much anything that he knows, I know. And we, I think we know each other well enough to, I, to I know. I knew which ones he would get. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I figured you'd get caught up on the Jason Carter, thinking that maybe he was in the area. He actually went to Decatur. Um, he was a Decatur graduate. Uh, when we were interviewed for, um, it was uh, Atlanta Magazine, they did the Best of Atlanta, and they picked us for the podcast part. And uh, that was one of the questions they printed was, who would your dream guest be? And, and you said Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Only because nice. I couldn't think of anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Well, y'all got to be extra careful, not just with the city of Dunwoody, but also on the home front, too, on y'all's podcast. That It's quite the dynamic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we try to get um, uh, my sister, Matt's wife, on every once in a while because she's a, she's, she's a little bit of a wild card. Um, let's put it that way. But, but you've, you've had your wives on the show. I've heard your wives on the show. Yeah, mm -hmm. those are fun. Eric, we need to do that. You think, you think uh, Caroline would, would come on the show? We would need to take a page out of What's Up Dunwoody's book and, and get a little alcohol in us. I think that's what happened with their episode. Y'all were drinking in your backyard or something. The first three. All right. The, all right. So I'm glad you brought up the first three because I don't think those are published anymore, right? There's some unpublished episodes. Yeah, well, we, you're right. We have lost episodes. Lost episodes. How do we bring those out of... Uh, those are going to be like worth something. It's going to be on the VIP day. subscription service. <laughs> oh, you got to sign up for the VIP the, service. The, the, the Patreon account. Patreon, yeah. <laughs> they just gave us a taste. Right. <laughs> now, we recorded three uh, that first night. And then when you know how it is, you re-listen to what you re-listen to your own voice. And you're like, oh, we sound like idiots. <laughs> So we recorded three more, and the same thing happened. We sound like idiots again. And and a hundred and fifty-seven episodes later, you still sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> now we're on other people's shows, sounding like idiots. Yeah. <laughs> we sound worse now. <laughs> well, <laughs> fellas, I really appreciate y'all coming on the show. Um, it meant a lot to me that y'all would, would come on here. I really, you don't know how much I think the world of what y'all are doing. I love the what's done, Woody brand. Uh, we need to create a what's up Shambly brand. And uh, I've got one. You can have it. You, you've got what's up, Shambly? Yep, you can have it. No, no, we don't own that. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got a Facebook page for uh, it. Oh, okay. The restaurant review group. And Does they, is anyone in it? Do they post them? There's a few hundred. Really? Yeah. Did not know that existed. All right. I'm stretched, I'm stretched thin enough, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my my bail bondsman's calling me now, so I gotta I gotta <laughs> get sprung. Thanks for letting me call from jail. Right. Right. <laughs> to get out of that beer that you threw out the side window of your car. All right, fellas, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, and Eric, thanks again for co-hosting. We'll be back in two weeks with another great episode of Between Two Trains. Thanks, guys. Thanks.
All right, no shall more. we start this? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I, I mean, thought we no. did. <laughs> Aren't we talking about pools? <laughs> just, just. And now, between two trains. <laughs> let's fire it up. Okay. Yeah, we're not worried what? about people touching the. I was like, and now between two trains. And my mouth was right here. But do I do trains? I was like, and now between two trains. And then pull away. Yeah,